If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. In this episode of Mind Pump. Hey there. Uh, this episode, we talk a lot about uh, how to lose body fat. We start out by having our fun conversation. We talk about aging. Yeah. The fun process of aging. The six-week challenge. Who's aging the best in this room and who's aging the <laughs> Who'd worst? Who look best as an old man? We Pretty get, obvious it's Doug. I already look like an old man, so yeah. there you go. We, uh, we talk about the, like the six-week challenge update, the benefits of hunger. There are benefits to feeling hunger. And then we talk about obesity and food as a drug. And of course, then we get into techniques and methods and ways this, to lose body fat. This is yeah. a really good episode. I have a prediction that it's been a while. You know, we don't have it. We have so much on the agenda when it comes to the quas and episodes and interviews and going. It's been a while since Mind Pumps just got down. We, we hit We tackled a very basic topic but in very detail. So I, I hope this is one that gets shared. You guys should share. If you're trainers, this is something that clients should listen to. I mean, if you're a trainer too, this is something you need to listen mm-hmm, to because mm-hmm. I know all of us have evolved and changed as trainers. I mean, right. we talk about that in the show, how much um, the way we do nutrition and programming for clients that want fat loss and how different that looks today than what it did before. That's it. Yeah, That's- this is a lot more relatable topic. You know, it's a lot more, it's subject matter. We think that, oh, everybody just knows, you know, this the, the best strategies in this direction. And it's really not the case. And I think we need to keep constantly revisiting it. That's it. I also want to mention that uh, MAPS Performance, that's our athletic-minded sculpt your body like a ancient athlete program, is 50% off. you got to use the code GREEN50, G-R-E-E-N, and the number 50, no space, at mindpumpmedia.com. That promotion, first time we've ever done it for a full month. Uh, we also have bundles available at that si- on that site. Bundles where we take multiple MAPS programs and we put them together and discount them. And we usually put specific MAPS programs together for particular goals like our super bundle, which is a year of exercise programming. That is also at mindpumpmedia.com, along with the 50% off MAPS performance with the code GREEN50. I'd also like to mention, if you go to mindpumpfree.com, you can get our How to Lose Fat guide, and it's absolutely free. What do you guys think we are all going to look like when we're old? Ooh, that's an interesting thought. Yeah, like what do you think we're going to be like and look like? You're I, gonna, I feel like you're going to look like the same or you know the guy who- Who's going to age the best besides Doug? That's pro- clear, well, say Doug. Yeah, that's that's easy. Clear, obvious. Um, yeah, I was just say Doug wins that. Yeah. I don't know. I have a picture of my Real, grandpa, You know what's kind of you know scary? Huh. We're about five, and it's going to happen in this time that we've built this company. In the next five years, Doug's going to look the youngest if he doesn't already- <laughs> <laughs> That's a little embarrassing. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm looking at him and Justin across the room right now, and I'm like, I mean, they could be- Oh, man. I mean, he could be your your twin I've brother. Aged. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, it's yeah. getting it's getting close. Real soon here, people are going to think he's the young one in the yeah. group. Uh, Doug, do you, is your, hair, is your hair, hair- Do you have grays? Do you, I, I do. I have a lot of gray. How many? <laughs> can't count, many? I can't count them. <laughs> <laughs> Too many to count. You would look good with the gray. You never let the gray out? No. I did. I used to. And then my friend, who's a hairdresser, she told me- you know, I can take care of that. And I, like an idiot, I did it, and then I got used to it. So Now you're fucked. Yeah, it's kind of hard yeah, to change. I feel, I feel like changed I, looks at this point. You know, yeah. Doug, that hair coloring stuff is not good for the year. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah, too much know. pride at the moment. Uh, yeah. I we don't should know, all dude. talk. We should. We should do like. What do we? What do we think we're gonna be and look like when we're older? 
Like you're the most afraid of it, yeah. of getting older. I'm gonna, I'm gonna own it. Why do you 100%. say I'm afraid of getting yeah. old? Justin's gonna be like, he's gonna, gonna be full old man. Yeah, super crass. I think, yeah, I'll be like polyester pants, and I don't give a fuck. You're like, land. Fuck, yeah, fuck off, everybody, get yeah. the fuck out of here, get off my lawn, yeah. <laughs> and just spray people. Yeah, look at these young fuckers. Ah, yeah. I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna get more handsome because mm. I have a fat face right now, and I uh, eventually yeah. that's gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Eventually, it's got to go. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Somewhere around 60 or 70. You'll have the Those useful. cheeks will get more chiseled. Yeah. 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 You're like yeah. a camel. Yeah. You store your youth in your cheeks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I hated it growing up, but it's going to come to be an advantage yeah. one day. My one face day. is just lean Ooh, always, which that. sucks. So I'm going to look yeah. a little weathered. Yeah, you're going to look. <laughs> but you're but real quick, you're, you're going to be more like bird like. I got good skin. I take care of my skin. Everything's good. I'm pretty who's the guy, healthy who, all the time. Who's the guy? Who's the guy who does? Who's the famous guy who does the the puppets? And he's got the huh? the, the terrorist puppet. Oh, he's got yeah, the, oh, yeah, Jeff Dunham. There you Jeff go. Dunham. Yeah. You're going to look like the the skeleton one. Like the skeleton of yeah, the... Of yeah, the, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I kill you. Yeah, yeah I, kill you. I kill yeah. you. I kill yeah. you. I think you're probably... I don't know. How many years away would you say you are from total baldness? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like... Uh, you can have uh, like the Friar Dome for like a while. I, I ten like, years? I feel like I stalled it, dude. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. What do you think? Ten years? Five years? No. You think longer? I, no, I. You know what? The, here's the. What if it stays like this forever? Dude, technology I, uh, is going to shift. You I, know, I, you know, I'm not going to lie. Like the the being off the testosterone, I feel like has really stalled that. It really, mm, yeah. it's, it really slowed that down. Like it was for a while there. Dude, it, you could like you could be like the tortoise in the hair. Like we're all talking shit in 20, 30 years. Justin and I are losing our just, hair, just and like you've stayed the same. Hairs. Well, so this happened. Okay, so I have I had my buddy Chris, my buddy Jared, my buddy Justin. Okay, and me. All four of us, and we're all really, really close. We've been close since high school. Uh, Chris uh, had the alleyways. Justin had the al- or I mean, uh, Jared had the alleyways. Justin and, and I alleyways. both. Like you lose the alleyways. Oh, yeah. in the front, right in the yeah, front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that was uh, a witty, widow's peak, right? And then Justin and I, no, widow's peaks right here. Oh, the there, there. Yeah, yeah, that's like yeah. the, the yeah, vampire, they, right? And so, <laughs> had it all wrong. <laughs> and then uh, Justin and I had the the back, the crown, the crown, right? And mm. so you know, they say that the crown is easier to prevent. From from or or easier to stop. Okay, so in if, the front, very difficult. So if you hmm. if you look at the two, so Justin and I of the four are the least bald out, and we all kind of started like our early twenties, around twenty three. The the bald joke started happening between all of us. Really? Cause, yeah, because we'd start seeing that the guys were thinning. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. and Justin and I were starting to get a little thin in the back area, yeah. and their alleyways were just getting deeper and deeper yeah. and deeper. You missed your window to convert to Judaism. Well, so. You know what I mean? <laughs> So what happened though? Get a nice yarmulke to cover it up. We were all really close and even, like around twenty three, and then you know I stayed the same. Uh, Justin was pretty slow too with me. Jared and Chris like accelerated fast, and by like twenty six, they were damn near full bald. You know? Wow, yeah. and it's weird mm. that you're all friends. Yeah. Did you guys all grow up in the same area? Mm-hmm. Oh shit! What if you guys uh, got exposed to some water? Weird? Yeah, the water, yeah. the so radiation, the, or something. So the water. Yeah, it's some, really some weird. Towers, some power towers. Dude, next look to you. at mine. Look yeah. at mine. You can see. Uh, yeah, but yeah. nothing. See, I, okay, so I mean, what you what you think right there? It's, yours it's is thinning a little bit. That was mine, like in twenty. You can see skin. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. It's thinning a little bit. Oh no, you should have seen how my hair was. I yeah. I my head was it was a massive mop of So is it hair. is it a myth that it's basically like it's on your father's side or your it's, father's side, it right? It skips a generation I heard. No, like, no, that's all myths. Yeah, it's what's all sides. the because both sides. They said that it was like my mom's dad, right? Like that yeah. was like what I was told forever, but I was yep. like I mean he was really thin and like I my, I take after my dad. My dad has super thick hair. Yeah, you haven't lost a single hair. Yeah. It looks like you also have extremely hairy arms, which I is strange. Dude, I threw Courtney off with this. Yeah, she thought for sure I was like Captain oh. Amazon Man, you know? Yeah, like but you have nothing on, on your my body. back and everything. Nothing, it's all, it's nowhere all arms. Else. Yeah. I mean, even look where I'm supposed to have, like, wear socks, high socks. Like, I got no hair right there. Oh, that's because really the socks, weird. I think, wear it off. Yeah. But yeah, your arms are really, really gnarly. They're beastly. Yeah, you got yeah. a lot of hair going on yeah. there. You're getting lean to the point where I can see your quad separation, dude. I, have, I don't know if I've ever seen that on you. Let me see. Really? Yeah, yeah. I've noticed it the other day. When yeah, you can it. tell now where your knee is and where your quad is. Yeah, it just oh. used to be. I a thought you guys were just trying to look up my shorts. It used to be no. a big fat knee before, and now it's like, <laughs> <laughs> just like it was like, like just a stump. Yeah, yeah. Like, dang, he's got some sausage. You got legs. quad separation yeah. now, dude. Now we can see that there's something there. Like I know. Elephant yeah. legs. Every, I change my mind every day on who's gonna win this thing. You know, one, one day I go like, Fox. what do you mean you change your mind? Woo. You never. You always think you're gonna win. Well, I mean, yeah. who gets second? You know what oh, saying? yeah, yeah. Like I, thank you. I feel confident that I'm. <laughs> I'm gonna take this, right? No, I think. Yeah, uh, no, I'm just putting the work in. I don't know. Are you? Yeah, it's gonna you, be. I want to do. What are we gonna do after this? Deadlift competition or something like that? What do you guys think? Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Let's do overhead yeah. press competition. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we should destroy do, you guys. Yeah. We should do a a a lift competition. Each of us gets to pick a lift for the other guys. Well, no, not for the other guys. Uh, what? I will be See, the weakest on deadlift. See, it's obvious. I disagree, and that's why. No, I, I think you pick your own lift. No, but then no, what no. you do? Hold on. Listen to my fucking. This okay. Is Okay. Like you a, you pick your own lift, okay. and then what you do is at the end of it, whoever the winner is the one who's the greatest percentage over the other guys. Does yeah. that make sense? You know so, why this is a bad idea? What? You guys are gonna get hurt. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're gonna get hurt. Yeah. yeah. First of all, I haven't hurt myself. You haven't hurt yourself. No. Doug, have you hurt yourself? Yeah. A little saying. bit. A little bit. Yeah, yeah, I did some heavy deadlifts. It's, and a, I kinda it's Adam we got to worry about. Well, yeah. Doug Adam's I, the guy we got to worry Doug about. Doug and I actually yeah. train hard, too, so that's yeah. probably why that <laughs> I think that's the reason. Yeah. Doug's 70, <laughs> Doug 75. Yeah. You hurt yourself. 74. 74, sorry. Yeah. No, you've, yeah, you're good, though, right? Shoulders healed? No, I'm healed? good. I'm good. You know, it gave me about a three-day setback on, on my programming, but not a big deal. Like, Because mm. uh, someone asked me that question, too. Like, I've literally, and I don't know about you guys. I can't speak for you, although everybody looks phenomenal, so I'm assuming that everybody's been pretty dialed. Everybody's doing good. But, I mean, as far as my programming and my nutrition like I've, I've literally been flawless i've had the the shoulder i did lose a little bit of volume for three days and so that set me back a tiny bit but that's not like huge mm. major setback i actually hate uh, i actually really don't like talking shit about people getting injured because i feel like it's like challenging the injury gods uh, for yeah. me yeah. Like, uh, you got hurt you know oh i know up. yeah no that's, i don't want bad get, juju yeah i don't want to fucking i don't no, want to get no, hurt no, no, no. so that's a, yeah so and i'm into the performance competition though don't get me wrong i'm just well like, let me, that's what i'm thinking so i feel like, like this look here's what i feel i feel like we're doing a contest yeah, don't get me wrong. for adam all right adam is the composition body composition change so this is a contest you're right yes this is you this sh- heavily weighted in your you direction. should win yeah uh, you won't, but you should win. <laughs> oh God! The next competition should be performance. You're the heavy favorite. That's Justin's yeah, house. You've done this a million times. And then after that, we're all going to take some tests. Okay, so here's <laughs> we'll we'll take some, some written tests, <laughs> and then we'll see what happens. So, so here's the deal. I'm a pretty good student. Here's You'd the deal surprised. with this. Here's the deal with the strength thing, which I would be totally okay with. But I, what I think, what the audience would enjoy, and what I think is more challenging, is not feeding into our strengths. 
and having the other guys pick lifts and to show people how you progress and work towards it. That's what I'm about. I am all about. You're such a closer. Yeah. This is Adam. <laughs> no, this Adam is knows. How am I going to spin this? Adam knows he doesn't have a lift, yeah, yeah. but he can. he's strong. Overall, he's the yeah, he's the overall, he's the overall strong, strong guy. guy. Oh, but he can't beat you in the press. He well, can't he can be, hang with us, and he can't beat me in the pool. Yeah. Oh, if we did a if we did a squat, <laughs> bench press, overhead press, deadlift combination, yeah. I'm, I'm, let's bring it. Like if it's a combo of all pound, of them, pound for you pound, know, yeah, pound for pound, if, what, <laughs> pound what, for pound, what? that's uh, only fair. Oh, it it might equal the, out across the, the board. The little though. guy always says Maybe. pound for pound. You no, know what I'm saying? We'll do Wilkes. I don't care. We we'll use a Wilkes <laughs> oh, yes, formulation Wilkes. Yes, and see what happens. No, I think it would be cool if we all picked a lift. And then we all went out there, and then let's say I did deadlift, and then you guys did yours, and then you're like, oh, okay, 30% stronger. And then oh he does God. his overhead press, oh, 10% or whatever. And then we figure out percentage-wise and, and see what happens. I don't know. It's fun. Then I get, like the competition. Yeah. No, it's, it's actually – it's it's been so fun. It's been so no, fun. No, it has. It's been – Forget the motivation I, part. Yeah. It, I, I, you know, I, I'm usually it's pretty – good energy. Yeah, I'm pretty consistent anyway, but I really enjoy the the – fucking with each other part it just feels like nice camaraderie you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. and uh it's a good time we haven't you know we got we got to work out more together too that's that's we never we, we still don't you yeah, know we still even though even and we've been caught a few times uh you know i catch doug spying my workouts a lot lately is he, uh, is he yeah, watching he's, what yeah. yeah he's figured out my times that i'm in here and then i see him doing it and then i catch him oh, doing my moves you know what i'm saying if i start doing it and then you guys are around i'm out you know what I mean? Let's do a couple lifts, but yeah, I'd, I'd rather do. I saw you do three squats today. That's it. Like I don't. I, I saw you guys coming in. I'm so like, if, I'm done. Assuming, assuming a guy, each guy loses, right? So if you had to, if you had to say, okay, Justin's going to take last place, uh-huh. and or Doug's going to take last, or ass, assuming anyone but make yeah, an ass out of you. And ex- you. No, ex- <laughs> okay. Not thinking of yourself. If I'm thinking about each one of you, like if I had to, like, why do you think? Justin would lose. Why do you think I would lose? Why do you think Doug would lose? Oh wow! Like that's if if we were to lose, like okay, say I say I take last. Oh, like place. What, what's going to be the thing that? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. No, that's what I mean. Limited like, us. Like yeah. seriously, like if you if you we, we talk all the time about who's going to win. I'm going to win. Yeah. We all we're all right. confident we're going to win. But okay, if you look at the other guys that you're competing against, like mm-hmm. what's the reason why they lost? Yeah, yeah. Why, if you think they lose, what would be the reason why? Oh, that's yeah. a good one. Yeah, yeah. What would you- I think uh, if if Justin loses, it's because he went too hard too fast that's mm. what i would think with mm-hmm. diet and training okay mm-hmm. if doug lost it's because he's always working so much and he's he's you know prioritizes work over everything else if adam lost it's because you had to juggle between winning the contest and getting your health getting your health back up and that, that those would be the places i think would be no it's, i think that's a, that's a, a pretty good yeah, assessment pretty spot on yeah because yeah. i would say and i would say the reason why you would lose is because you did have the least Right, traction to make. If right? people yeah. are comparing, like a compare contrast versus like you know consistency, right. like it might be even though incrementally it's harder, right, mm-hmm. to like gain after you've already been in a spot forever. So, yeah, they should they should lean it a little bit. But I don't want to say that. No, well, no, yeah, well, no, you. you I don't give it. I honestly, I, I want to win, but I don't. No, care. it's not. Yeah, I want to see everybody have a great time and everybody just change. And I like the energy that it's created with our audience. Because right. so many now people are, are well, getting let me, involved. Let in me that. add that to why you might lose then too. He might lose because he doesn't care about winning. I want to win. <laughs> <laughs> That's two strikes, Sal. No, I, <laughs> I actually feel, you know what sucks? I actually feel the most pressure to win. Of course. Yeah, dude. I of feel, course you do. I, and and, and you, I'm not going to. You've been awesome a few times and I'm, you know, and already. I'm not, and I mean, uh, this has been a, a lot of the dialogue I've been having with a lot of people asking me what's going on like behind the scenes and everything. And, you know, you're right, Sal. Like, there's this, 
this juggle of I know what's best for my body right now, and then I know like okay, sh- fuck it, should I just try and yep. get lean? And I and I battle with that daily. And I feel like I've been doing a really good job of balancing that. I mean, uh, I told you guys today, I got on the scale, I'm 0.4 pounds down. So for a getting lean and shredded competition, I don't look like I'm probably heading in the right direction, but I'm actually really happy with what, what the progress that's that I'm a, making. That's a transfer. You've gained muscle. Yeah, and you're right. I know, I know I have. I know, I know my strength is up. My waist is down. I mean, I, I definitely know that... I'm doing the right things for my body right now, but when I like this week was a low week for me, right? And how's the appetite, by the way, with the low weeks? Fuck. Oh my god, dude, I was going crazy. You know, dreaming about food, dude. That's what always happens to me. I know, like, I know I'm not pushing my body until I start the dreams. Oh, I know. For once I have a dream where I'm like eating pancakes, it's like, what the fuck? Oh, dude. When I know when I'm when I'm dreaming about donuts, I hate donuts. Donuts? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know why. I think it's (laughs) because that one night. Because <laughs> Courtney brought donuts back, it's been in my fucking head the whole I just, time. <laughs> I can't wait to. We gotta um, buy you a box um, of donuts. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I'm like Homer Simpson all of a sudden. Yeah, dude. That's what I was like, thinking. Yeah. I, I I start eating a lot of like low or no calorie type food. So like yesterday, I ate like three pickles. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the way I eat them is I scarf them. Like I grab one out of the fridge and I'm just literally standing over the sink. <laughs> God, I'm like what the fuck am I doing? You know? Yeah, it's an interesting. It's an interesting feeling to be in a uh, when you're pushing a deficit and to feel your appetite come up. It's it's a really it's a really nice opportunity for. And I, I must sound like a dork saying this, but really is a nice opportunity for personal growth. That's why I like fasting so much. But fasting is a short period, right? Like I'll fast for two or oh, three days. It, it, like if you're in a deficit and you're doing it for three or four weeks, you know that's a hard, that's a long time to contend with the fact I, that your body's. I, I love signals. that you brought that up because there's something about what I love about this, you know. And I know I'm not competing, getting on stage, but just because the competitiveness of it, it puts makes me more regimen, and it bleeds into other aspects of my life. Totally. And then, and then you talk about that, you know, a great time to exercise discipline and then mm-hmm. become self-aware of what like how you consume and what real hunger is and it's like totally. oh, it's like dude one day i'm down two thousand something calories and I, i'm freaking at my body's mm-hmm. like no i'm fine like i'll mm-hmm. be totally fine this will pass i think there's so much value in that and very few people have the discipline to do that and to do that for long enough it's like they do it for maybe one day and then it's like after that they're like oh fuck this i'm hungry it's just a feeling it's just a feeling that's all it is and it can be an uncomfortable feeling if you identify it as such you see what i'm saying yeah if you identify it as an uncomfortable feeling then you're going to sit there with it and you're going to fucking hate it and you're going to want to avoid it and you're going to want to do anything to get rid of it but if you identify it as my body is burning body fat and that's why i'm getting the signal um, or you identify it as an opportunity to sit still with it and to see what pops Dude. up and whatever makes all the fucking difference in the world. Oh, I used yeah. to. That was how I used to motivate my clients when they would get this. They would tell me, "Man, Adam, I'm hungry, I'm hungry lately." I said, like, "Listen, good. I said, listen, <laughs> you're burning. Switch your thought process to this. That that's your body. When you get that feeling like that, and you're not, it's not craving. You know you're hungry because you're low calorie. Because there is. There, I mean, you'll get hungry when you're low calorie. You've been low calorie for enough days." You know, you'll you'll have to learn to get comfortable with hungry. And the way I tell them to get comfortable with it is like, how cool is it that you could be sitting on the couch watching TV and you feel that hunger feeling? And you're, that means your body's switching energies. Like it's yeah. no longer using sugar and glucose. It's now using fat. And mm-hmm. that's that feeling. And so as when you feel that and when you fight that off, 
you're just burning fat. And be, how cool yeah. is it that you could be sitting in a meeting, working on a computer, not even exercising, training, and your body's metabolizing fat and utilizing that as your energy source? Yep. Like, switch your thought process into that. Absolutely. That always you don't can, even need to have a pad that shocks the shit out of your stomach. Yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> last, last night, it was really hard. I, I hit my macro targets that I needed to hit. I knew I was going to, this was a, one of the lowest days I had hit calorie wise i knew it was gonna be hard it's towards the end of week of a low week calorie week for me and i wanted to go downstairs so bad and it's seven o'clock eight o'clock at night and i remember thinking to myself like i just a couple more hours and i fall asleep and what i know is i'm already burning fat at that moment and what i love is like i'm gonna go to bed and all night long my body's gonna be burning up body fat and when i wake up i'm gonna feel great and sure as shit i did and i do it and so that's what kind of motivates me when I'm in those moments exactly. is, is to switch that thought process. Exactly. And the other thing to keep in mind too is it, it's a feeling that m- most of us are not familiar with in the sense that we don't live in it very long just because we're so overfed. Oh, we're so surrounded accessible. by food all the time yeah. to the point where people are more, think about this now, this will trip you out. People are more comfortable with being uncomfortably full than they are with being a little hungry. Isn't that funny? You know, because if you overeat, that's also an uncomfortable what thing. A, what a flip. <laughs> yeah. What a flip on, on, on us as humans. Like, totally. You know, just a few thousand years ago, it would be com- the complete opposite. That's right. Like, it would be like, like it's in the background. This there'd is what be I'm like, used a, to. like one, you can eat to where you literally can't do anything. Well, like, uh, just, uh, and people will prefer that over. Yeah. I know I was talking to one of my cli- one of my clients the other day, and she was talking about how she just you know during certain times of her cycle she overeats like crazy, and then her stomach hurts. And I'm like, well, she's like, but I'm just so hungry. I'm like, you're not hungry. Yeah, that's not so, hunger to push yourself to that point. That's something else. And I'm not judging anything. And I don't want you to judge it either and feel bad about it. But I want you to be aware that you're you're you're. It's not because you're hungry, but it is interesting that we're so much more comfortable being uncomfortably full than we are being a little uncomfortably hungry. Do you know what I, I always yeah. think about this when I watch like an old like you know Robin Hood or a movie from like the medieval times or something like that? And I always think like when I'm looking at all the actors. Like I bet you, like everybody didn't really look like this. No, <laughs> no. I bet you because you you can't find you guys have nice teeth. You can't you can't find a hundred actors right with nice teeth and that all filled out. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I said I bet you most people looked pretty lean, dude. Yeah, you would think they like, actually look terrible. It's funny when the when the first uh, settlers or whatever came from the old world to the new world, they would write accounts of what the Native Americans looked like. Remember, keep in mind that the people in the in the quote unquote new world with the Americas were hunter gatherers. They had come from Europe and they had, you know, agriculture and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, lots of grains and everything. Their diet was very high in grains. It was not very healthy. They ate lots of porridge. They so had their bad teeth. teeth. Sucked. Yeah. They were on average inches, I don't know how many inches shorter than the than the hunter-gatherers. And they said that, like, oh, wow. they're tall, they're strong, they're whatever. Of course, they had superior technology, which is why, and they had illnesses, That is, yeah. which is why they were able to come over here and, and you know, conquest yeah, so easily. Here, have this blanket. But they actually talked about that. And what's his name? Dr. Weston Price, uh, great website, WestonAPrice.org, I believe. He was a dentist that traveled the world, and he tripped out because he would go to these countries where he would see these modern hunter-gatherers, and they would all talk and smile, and, and they'd have perfect, straight, healthy teeth. Mm-hmm. And he was like, this is weird. These people don't have any modern dental practices. They don't have toothbrushes. Right. Why are their teeth... Nobody needs braces. Nobody's Nobody flossing. Yeah, their yeah. teeth yeah. look amazing. And so then he came up with this understanding. He did his own studies, but... 
But yeah, they, they didn't look like we see that they probably all looked like shit, bad skin, you know, bad teeth and all that stuff. It yeah. was not good health. Hella skinny and stuff. It like, was oh, not Because yeah. you're hungry. I imagine most people were hungry all yeah, the time. Yeah. Like it's a, There wasn't an abundance of food. No. It wasn't like somewhere you go grab something on the corner if you get hungry like in the middle of the night. Living off potatoes and, yeah, and shit. Yeah, dude. Food no. wasn't that accessible. No, I think probably ideally if you were to design yourself a diet that was based off of evolution and our best guess by the way this is all guessing because nobody has a time machine but it would probably look different from season to season and i'm pretty sure that you would eat a lot in the winter and summer excuse me summer and and spring and fall eat less and winter you'd probably eat not eat that much at all or you'd eat very keto because what are you gonna get in the winter oh i would definitely get fat dude you know before before (laughs) winter's coming (laughs) (laughs) i mean that's you're trying to survive it's such a different mentality but i bet you it was i bet you it was harder than you think to even get fat because Mm, even if you got a hold of a bunch of meat and food and you're like okay i need to bulk up before winter so i have this coat and this extra cal and yeah you're doing such labor intensive then you go do your everyday things yeah you the your day consists of waking up at five o'clock and you know feeding the pigs and you know milking the cow and fucking dragging the hay bales and like digging ditches and posting fences and crafting things with hands you know well whatever you know well Well, actually doing shit like you're doing physical they're just always in pain and cold well we know (laughs) this if you if you look up if you look up the the circus fat you know, people. So back in the day, it's probably like three, four hundred. Oh yeah, the back in the day, the circuses. They they also had acts. Where, you know, people would perform. They had animals, but then they also had what they called the freak shows. And they haven't done these in a long time because they're obviously, you know, it's it's kind of bad thing to do. But they had freak shows where they would have people with deformities yeah, or super tall, super fat. Yeah, and they would have a fat like a fat person, a fat man or whatever. And if you you can find online pictures of these from you know the, the late eighteen hundreds. Oh, yeah. And yes, they're overweight, but if they were to walk around in modern times, they would kind of not be super. Oh, I've seen that at Disneyland. Yeah, like, it, it, like plenty of times. <laughs> exactly. I'm gonna be honest. It wouldn't be a uh, like you wouldn't walk by and be like, "Oh my god, that should be in a you know." Like, all he needs is one of those turkey legs in his hand. Yeah, mm. people wouldn't line up to see that, but back then that was like a crazy. And we're looking at a picture right now, and it just looks like your run of the mill, really obese person. Oh, he looks like 300 pounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah he, looks exactly. like he looks about 300 pounds or so. I mean, which is, I mean, God, how many? I mean, oh, I mean name it, the room with 300 tell, pound guys. Well, tell, yeah, tell me a day that goes football. by you don't see a 300 yeah. pound person. Oh, that's that's actually quite rare. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It's it, you're right with Disneyland, by the way. Holy it's, cow! It's very revealing. Like bro, I think, like you you understand what we're working with when you go to like amusement parks. Bro, go to Disney World is even worse. Yeah, because Disney World brings in from Florida. the south. Yeah, and yeah. the south is a much higher obesity rate than here out, out in the west. Yeah, it actually depresses me, bro. There were traffic jams with the scooters. Like yeah. scooters were getting into traffic jams. What I saw oh. that too. There was a, a lineup of of rascal scooters as I was leaving. Like I think it was uh, the the Pirates of the Caribbean ride, and it was like I was like, oh my god! There was probably twenty scooters just lined up trying to get in the back way. Bro, I saw a lady who was three three fifty something like that in one of those scooters with her daughter sitting on her lap or belly. The daughter was maybe five. Probably twice as overweight as she should be. It's that overweight child as well. And the daughter had one of those big, like, what are they, liter soda things with oh, a straw in it? Yeah. Oh, and she's just drinking it, and they're just, you know, driving around. That, now, that's when I get really angry. Yeah. Is when I see kid, poor kids, like, just growing up with that, like, in mentality, and then you see them with, like, all that soda. Do and- you think, what? now, here's a, here's a touchy subject. This is going to get, I'm sure this will piss people off, a little bit touchy. 
considering all of the health issues that accompany having a diet that produces that in a child. Because it, when a kid becomes obese like that, there's definitely higher risk for all, uh, oh, pretty all much markers. all chronic diseases. Yeah. Um, and it's for life. And, and many many kids who grow up that, that way, a very small percentage are able to lose the weight later on as adults. Is that a form of child abuse? Would you consider that? Ooh, Ooh that's, that is a, a hot topic. I, I mean, here, here's- That's a, that's a hot, tough one, okay, right? Here's, 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 one to, to hot, adamantly say it, yes. It has, you, you have to say yes if you believe that food is, a, food is or can be a drug. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. if you if you believe that food is or can be a drug, then 100 percent you that would also classify that as child abuse, mm-hmm. because if you're you're feeding a kid who doesn't know any better at that age, mm-hmm. a drink or a soda that's got 2000 calories in it. Right. You, you, I mean, they just and, and, and knowing, too, that it has addictive properties to yeah. it, that they're now going to crave that and want that going forward like. Yeah, you know what? I, I don't think they'd ever legislate it. No, 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 no. I'm not, and, I'm not even you, suggesting that. And nor no. would you want that. No, you wouldn't want that. I'm not I suggesting just, that. No. You know, and you know why? You know why I think they would. But never, I, but I wonder when people are going to look at it like that. that exactly. Like once society was, changes and, right. and and people kind of twenty years turn ago, the, the the corner with that. Twenty years ago, somebody could be you could be out at a restaurant and somebody strike up a cigarette and it wouldn't be a big deal. Mm-hmm. Right. But now somebody would shame you if you did that. Hundred yeah. percent. If, yeah, you, yeah, if yeah. you lit up a cigarette in front of a restaurant, even close to somebody's plate yep. you would get shamed within five minutes yep, for yep. sure or smoke around your kids even today right if right you're yeah, yeah, yeah yeah if you had a kid in a stroller and you were puffing away on a cigarette somebody would come up and say something to you yep. yeah so and, that, and that's just happened in 20 years so my question is will we get to that point sure i don't think it'll ever get to where it's a law or that and i don't we would never want mm-hmm, that but mm-hmm. i do believe we will get to a point where people become educated enough on how bad this is and how detrimental it is to this child long term right. that they will start to look at it like what the fuck are you doing dude yeah you yeah. know why what i don't are think you doing? you know why i don't think it'll be it, it, nobody will ever really call it child abuse because it's so widespread yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, it's so it's, widely, it's too well, it's, I mean, and adults, adults, but, yeah, everybody. But again, back to the cigarette analogy. It, cigarettes were so widely accepted that you could smoke on a goddamn airplane. Yeah. not that long ago. That yeah. is, I mean, that's so absurd on so many levels from from safety and then what you're doing secondhand smoke to everybody. Yeah. So you know, maybe it will look that crazy. Mm-hmm. Right now, it doesn't. Right now, it's the norm. Yeah, yeah. I wonder how doctors deal with that. You know, when they're coming in with the patient, and it's their their kid is obviously like like super, you know, obese and has like really bad habits established, and they're sitting in there kind of describing the whole thing. That must be a really tough conversation. Well, it is, and they, and they do they do tend to have those conversations. The problem is doctors aren't the best. Uh, people to have yeah, those not, conversations, right? Because they're 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 going to say they're first of all, either really harsh or or you know they're going to dismiss it. Well, there's many, just not a lot of doctors I, that are in great shape themselves, and they don't and, and they don't have a lot of education no, in nutrition. They, nutrition, they take one semester of yeah, nutrition. Yeah. That's nor, like your, your nor average they, kid right. take your engineer has as much yep. nutrition. And when you talk about nutrition, you're talking about behavioral uh, changes, long term behavioral yeah. changes, and they're not trained in being able to work with people through that. Because I'll tell you what, I knew nutrition early on in my fitness career, but was I good at talking yeah, to people yeah, about yeah, changing? Yeah, no, no, no. No, no, no. It took me 10 years of you know, experience before I learned how to really communicate things properly and get people, because you're talking about a lifestyle. Like how you eat is such a big part of who you are. And mm-hmm. for anybody who's listening right now disagreeing, let me. here's your evidence right now. Does anything get more religious than nutrition, really? You got religion, politics, yep. and, and people 
treat their diet like it's the religion. Argue with a paleo person about paleo not being the, the greatest diet right. ever, or a vegan or keto, and watch how territorial and tribal people get. Mm-hmm. It is we definitely identify with the food that we eat, and it's ingrained in our culture so deeply that every culture has customs around food. Every event that you do is around food. And so when every you're talking birthday, about- Every holiday, every celebra- everything, every celebration. There are specific foods for specific holidays. You have a, a birthday cake, you have a wedding cake, you have food that's at the movies, food for football games. What do you do when you would go to a baseball game? You eat a fucking you know, a ballpark Frank or whatever. Yeah. Like these are, it's so ingrained in us and such a part of us that you know, having a single conversation from a doctor- yeah. You know, good luck. I mean, it's it's a difficult one. This is why I wrote the uh, the the how to lose fat guide. That's why I actually wrote that one out was because I you know I wanted people to kind of learn some of the basics about how this process kind of you know goes off and, and starts off. Well, that YouTube's doing well too. You that released not that long. The ago. metabolism boosting one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you you pulled from a lot of that information that's inside that YouTube too, right? Yeah, I did. I did. I mean, it's there's a, I, I think there's a couple strategies that people need to uh, understand today that are maybe different than what they've been told. Mm-hmm. Um, I think with, uh, for example, today, I think it's more important than ever to focus on getting a faster metabolism. That's that's one of the most important things you do today. Right. Because you have food all around you and you're super inactive. Yep. You know, you can't tell, you're going to tell an adult and a kid to move all day long when literally life involves no movement well, whatsoever. Well, a lot of times too, you don't really see, so I'm, I'm going to use myself as an example of even what I'm going through right now. Um, it's it's very fascinating for me to be tracking and watching um, how, how little of calories that I'm eating and to see my body not just weight falling off. I mean, mm-hmm. typically if I would eat 25 or 20, I mean, that's so low. 2,500, 2,600 calories for me is extremely low. And for my body to kind of hang on at that weight is is really cra- mm-hmm. is crazy for me. And that now because I've been doing this for so long, because I've had my metabolism roaring to where I could have five thousand calories a day and not put on fat, I know what a drastic difference is. Now, if I'm just an average person who doesn't track, doesn't really pay attention, doesn't know these things, I don't really know what the fuck's going on with yep, my body. Yep. I, and then I want to get in shape. Like we we have a competition right now, so my theory would be eat less food, exercise more. While really, if what I'd be doing in that situation, I would just be sending a signal in my body to give, have an even slower metabolism. Yep, yep, yep. And so this is a very challenging place to be. And I know that I'm not even in the worst place. I know there's many people that have been slowing their metabolism down for longer than I have. Right. And they have just, they just don't have a clue that well, their body isn't. So someone asked me, and they asked me on the um, these questions that I just posted on my Instagram about when when to cut. Like, how do you know... If you should, yeah. Like, when's the time? Like someone said, like, oh, I'm, um, you know, a male Adam, I'm 18% body fat, and uh, should I reverse diet first, or should I, you know, cut and get lean right now, right away? And I said, well, it really depends on where your your calories are, and if if it's a place that you like to be or not. And I know for me, I don't like to be at you know, I need to be at 2000 to 2300 calories to see my body lose weight. Like I don't want to be there. That's mm-hmm. a, that's low. Ca- that's, those are small little meals for me. I'm a big guy. Yeah, I you like have to, to maintain that. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's a very difficult quality of Does, life. It doesn't give you a lot of flexibility. I no. mean, you, I could sit down and crush a 1500 calorie, not so good meal for me. Mm-hmm. I can't have that be more than 50% of my intake. No. You know? And so it's a very valuable strategy and understanding because you know, yeah. Okay. Could you eat 2000 calories every day? and be healthy and fine. You totally could. 
Is it difficult in modern life to do that at a as a 220 pound man? Yeah, that's fucking hard. 2,000 calories at 220 pounds yeah. when food is everywhere, when you're going to go to events and you're going to do things. Well, good luck doing that. I mean, Yeah, you're going to have to be deliberately skipping meals. Yeah, and here's the thing. We're talking about kids, right? Children's metabolism is a slowed down too. Now, I know their diet is all fucked as well, and that's, a, that's the biggest part of it. And their movement. But their movement is down. But not only is their movement down, as a result of it, they have less muscle. I don't know if you guys know this. If you guys look at the, like the presidential tests and stuff, that what were they... Uh, when we used to do the presidential yeah, fitness awards, fitness. a lot of schools don't do them anymore. Really? Yeah, kids are fuck. They can't. Man. They can't do pull ups. They can't do, you know, half of the, the mile things. run and all that. They're just not strong. Dude, Look, when, it, go sorry. Ahead. Spe- I, I, no, I, do, if you have your thought, I don't want to because I was going to switch gears on you because you just reminded me something crazy that Enzo told me. Oh, what did he tell you? Did you did Enzo share with you what happened to him and his girlfriend the first no. day of school? So first day of school, he's got like, I don't know, um, I think he told me he has, say he has seven classes, four or five of them are are his girls in because both him and his girl are in AP classes. So uh-huh. Enzo's a very smart kid. He's a 4.0 student. He's takes hard all, worker. Yeah, he takes all advanced courses. He took advanced courses last year as a junior, as a senior. Most of his courses are all advanced. So, you know, if you're in that upper echelon of, of grades and stuff like that, you typically see the same circle of kids. Well, I guess there's a girl at the school who has a a problem with Enzo's girl and doesn't like her. And she was able to go to the the, the school counselor and say that it causes her anxiety oh in, my God. in class and it got her pulled out of Enzo's the four of Enzo's classes. Wow. Are you serious? Is that fucking crazy? You yeah. Could, is that crazy yeah, or what? And I asked him like why? And he's like, oh it just how about if you tell the girl, uh, deal with it? Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. You guys are going to... Here, I'll, I'll tell you what I'll do. Life. Yeah, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll call the other girl in this office, and we're going to have a conversation for about three hours, and then we're going to leave, and you're going to be okay with it. Yeah. That's how I would handle yeah, that situation. You guys going to hug it out. I just thought that was insane that... Yeah. And I guess the the parent even came down and got involved in oh, it. Wow. That's why. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It, That's the, why. the mom came why. down and got involved Influence. in it. Influence. Right. Came yeah. down. But I, I was asking him, like, he couldn't even give me a real reason why the girl didn't like her. It was just some mm-hmm. high school bullshit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like my friend's drama. friend doesn't like that friend and so they don't like each other. Well, maybe there's something he don't want to tell you. There might be something deeper. I don't feel like we got a pretty good relationship. We talk about just about anything. I don't yeah. feel like he would wouldn't share yeah. that with me. Yeah, well, but that's I mean even if she did though. I but mean, that's what, I mean that's kind that? of part of what I was going to say even is just the type of activities have changed for kids because we tell kids to go move and be active, but think of the types of activities that we did as kids. Mm-hmm. Did we do just were we just long distance running all the time? No. no. A lot of our activity involved we're climbing strength. Yeah. A lot of it was strength. We did run Throwing, for sure. We yeah. did run for sure, but the running that we did was sprints because we, you know, if we yeah. played tag or whatever. But it was climbing, it was throwing, it was balancing, it was making your body strong. And if yeah. you look at kids today, first off, I used to never look. I've been a personal trainer for twenty something years, for tw- over twenty years. I do not ever remember seeing kids with the type of posture problems oh, that I see now. It's horrific. Yeah, I see it all the time now with kids. Unfortunately, you know, it's 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 exaggerated. Like I couldn't believe it's it's what you would see uh, most adults when they work at these desk mm-hmm. jobs. Like mm-hmm. you're you're starting to see that now with their kids at school on that level. So they I, have I no muscle, and I, that means slower metabolism. I want to say this on this show. And I know I've said it multiple times. I'm gonna keep saying it so people can because we always call things before it happens, right? On the show, especially yeah. in the health and fitness space, 
that will become one of the biggest topics. That's a huge opportunity. In the, next, in the next five to 10 years. Yeah, for sure. In the next, five, maybe not yeah, 10. Yeah, they become young five. adults. If you're a yes. trainer, this is a huge opportunity. The, yeah, huge. this, in my opinion, is going to be one of the biggest topics in our space is going to be kids' posture and yeah, pa- pain cool. in children yep, just and kid, young kid adults. Kid training in general, yeah, yes, like yep. setting them on the right foot again. Yeah, this young is, this, adults that are having to go to chiropractors, young adult, adults that are having low back pain, young adults that have neck and shoulder pain, headaches, yeah. you're going to hear and a I lot think, of this. Like, uh, have your kids, yep. and this is the thing, have your kids build muscle. I don't mean you go have them do bodybuilding. You can do resistance training with a good trainer, but have them build some muscle. First off, it's going to give your boys healthier testosterone levels. It's also going to prevent what's happening right now with young girls where girls are going through puberty at younger and younger yeah, ages. Really early. And they think it has to do with the fact that they're fatter. The more body fat a girl will have on her, the, the, yeah. the younger she will be when she has her first period. And there may be some other chemical reasons like xenoestrogens and stuff like that. But the stuff that we can really control, like have them lift some weights. It's funny. I've been training my son you know, on and off here and there. And it's crazy how much how fast his strength goes up. He's, yeah. he's by no means a super strong kid at all. He's only had a few workouts with me. But the difference between the first workout and the fifth workout, right. and what does that tell me, by the way? That's telling me, whoa, man, like there was no activity before. To yeah. have that dramatic of a difference. Right, from just touching a little bit of weights. Just from touching a little <laughs> bit of weights. And that's, that's why I think 100%, here's another one that I'll call Adam, 100%, the form of exercise that will get recommended to everybody. So right now it's what? 30 minutes of vigorous activity. Cardio. It's cardio, right? Yeah. In the future, it will be resistance training yeah. because across the board, working out with resistance is go- is across the board battling all of the things that we're starting to see yeah. negative uh, with our health. It's the better answer to our current state and our current environment. Well, it, it, It's going to go help to fortify your joints. It's going to help to you know, provide you with the abilities and movement that you can carry forward, and you know, raise that metabolism, like you're saying, like it's building muscle is the answer, not just you know, aimless movement. Not just aimless movement; it's building muscle. Well, just like you know, back to the the fat loss guide that you wrote and talking about metabolism. I mean, every client that has come—I don't care if you're 10 pounds overweight or you're 150 pounds overweight, every single client that comes to me when they when they are ready to start a diet and ready to start a program, they get put on a small two to three day a week lifting routine and they're I'm increasing calories or I'm if depending on how terrible, if you have a fucked up diet and you're eating, if I have a 100 pound overweight person and they're eating 5,000 calories oh, yeah, because it's McDonald's, yeah. Jack and Balls. That's different. Now, that's rare. There's a small percentage of those. And be honest, those are easy to help, dude. If I got somebody who's <laughs> 100 pounds overweight and it's because they eat Jack in the Box three times a day, all I got to do is switch what they're consuming and put some weights on them. Mm-hmm. And they fucking just fly and change. But that's not the majority. Majority of people have already tried things. They've already tried to diet themselves. They already did the latest fad, they signed up for some class, they starved their body, they did a different, they did all these diets, then they come to me. So that's the average person. Now that person I get typically has a slower metabolism from all the the bad ideas that they had to try and get in shape yep, before. Yep. And their prescription looks pretty similar, almost all of them. And that is, I want to add food into their diet and I want to get good them food, right? You yeah. want to change the food, eat right. good food. And keep the calories up. I don't want their calories down. So I want them up. More than likely, they're already eating pretty low calories and not maybe not the best of choices, like you said. So I'm adding food into the diet. It's like, okay, yeah. let's look at what you're doing. 
let's change the macro profile a little bit. You're, you're eating too much sugar normally. You're not getting enough fiber here. You're not getting enough adequate protein. So let's get you where you need to be. And where your calories, your calories are already low. So I actually want to keep them about the same or even increase them a tiny mm-hmm. bit because now we're going to add resistance training. And I know that with that new demand on your body, I want to give that the extra nutrients so your body starts to build muscle. It's so funny because how things have changed. I mean, when I first started training, if people were to say, were to ask me or any other trainer, what are the best fat loss exercises? You would say something like oh, treadmill, circuit, circuit training, running, yeah. elliptical, jump rope, something like that. Yeah. Today, if someone, if someone were to ask me today, what are the best fat loss exercise? Barbell squat, barbell deadlift, yeah, overhead deadlift. press, bench press, rows. Those are the best fat loss exercises. Right. I know now. Right. I didn't know that and I didn't un- understand that before. And that needs to be the approach. The, the approach needs to be hey, you know, I want to lose some weight, great, let's get your fat-burning machine to amp the fuck up, and then let's see what happens. And it takes a little longer to see results that way. Not to get the ultimate goal, I want to be clear here, just to start seeing results, because ultimately the ultimate goal happens both faster and more permanently when you do it the right way. Well, yeah, and you have to be careful, because like I like the approach, like when Adam was talking about, like adding food into the diet and really like, you know, building up the nutrients and getting yourself fed because like, what's your typical client these days? They're already super stressed out. They're, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're not getting enough sleep. Uh, you know, there's all these factors that are making them unhealthy besides, uh, you know, not working out and not like eating properly. They're already trying to kind of restrict their eating. Mm-hmm. And so they're already going down that path, but you know, it's not working out the way that they're hoping. Yeah. And one of my favorite things about resistance training is this was absolutely one of my favorite things. You don't have to do it a lot all the time. That's one of my absolute favorite things is I could take an average person who's just trying to lose weight and get healthy and I could put them on a very effective two-day-a-week two resistance training routine, full body, two days a week. I have a lot of room to go with that. I can really mm-hmm. ramp up volume and intensity over the course of a year or two years. And I can get their metabolism to really amp up with just that. Now, with cardio, it becomes one of those everyday things. Every single day, you got to take, take aside 30 minutes, 40 minutes, whatever, to try and move. And then not only that, if you continue doing that or using that as your primary strategy – things start to adapt and slow down. And by the way, things adapt with resistance training also. The, adata, the adaptation is just different. So when people you know, people ask me, well, won't your body adapt to burning calories with weights also? It's a different adaptation. The adaptation is in the opposite. Yeah. Because you're, at, you're telling your body to prioritize strength, then being efficient with calories is not a primary goal. When you're telling your body you're doing a lot of cardio, the two adaptations you're asking your body to do are, are I need more endurance and I need to be more efficient, and both right. of them work together very well, and then you start to slow your metabolism down. So people are just approaching it completely the wrong way, and it's no reason why, why exercise. That's why when I see studies, they'll do studies and they'll compare like working out uh, to you know diet versus and both combined, and they always show, okay, of course both works the best, yeah. but they'll say, oh, diet destroys working out in terms of fat loss. And I, I end up reading the study and I'm like, what did they do for the workout? Oh, pff, 45 minutes of vigorous cardio yeah. a day. Well, yeah, that's, that's not going to work. <laughs> right. Put them on some weights. Have them lift some weights and see what happens. I also think there's a lot of value, and you could take this further. You know, you mentioned that you know the, the the major lifts, right? That would burn the most amount of fat, right? Which is the the deadlift, the squat, the overhead press, the bench press, these movements, the barbell row, like those handful of movements right there. If you actually took those 
and you and, and forget like this crazy programming and should I do what amount of reps or do this and you treated those each as a skill mm-hmm. and your entire oh, so, your entire program and routine is about per- just those five I just wrote a blog or on six this. lifts right like mm-hmm. literally your goal is to just learn learn these skills and perfect those which means because we all know that any but any clients so what happens when I get a client the first time they're trying to squat and they're in their mid 30s 40s 50s whatever and they've got all this they're fucked up they're not going to they're not going to drop into a barbell squat beautifully like an olympic lifter so my goal is to get them that way now realistically i know that's not going to happen overnight but the amount of work that go in there like to prime to prime the body to get it ready to get the hips ready to get the ankle mobility ready to get the thoracic mobility like these are this could be a workout that's the, it is a workout that that is the, a workout yeah. the entire hour is the first half hour is priming the body so you can squat really well and then mm-hmm. uh, then applying that to this barbell squat and watching yourself improve on that movement that right there could be an incredible workout. One movement. One Dude, movement, that's, that's it. That's the last half I'm, of my personal training career right there. Is yeah. When I would get clients, that's what I would do. It's funny. I just wrote- I've done this just for power cleans. Yeah. I, I just wrote a blog on this. I wrote a whole blog on that in the sense that, look, I used running as an example in the blog. Like When you look at running, you find that it's got a very high injury rate. Now, why does running have such a high injury rate? Is it because- humans evolved not to run. No, in fact, quite the opposite. Humans evolved probably to run long distances. The problem is nobody runs ever, right? Never, Nobody ever really runs in modern societies. We just don't run, especially as adults. And so what people do is they one day they wake up and they're like, I want to lose some weight. I know what I'll do. I'm going to go outside and I'm going to run to get a workout. <laughs> right, right. And the goal, the goal isn't to learn how to run properly and effectively with good biomechanics and get the body suit. That's not even in the goals at all. The goal is to sweat and get fatigued because some, for some reason a while ago, we've relegated exercise to just sweating, getting sore, and burning calories. So now it doesn't matter what you do as long as you sweat, burn calories, and get sore. So people get up, they go outside, and they run to fatigue, and then they come home like, that was a good workout. When in reality, first off, they don't know how to run very well because they never run. Number two, doing anything to fatigue is going to make you start to do it terribly unless you're like absolutely flawless at it. And so you create these problems. Now, resistance training is the same thing. If you look at resistance training like a sport where I'm going, just no different. Look, it's no different than learning how to play basketball. It's like if I want to go play basketball and I've never played before, I don't get on the basketball court and just doing a bunch of crazy shit with the no, basketball until I get tired. I'm going to go in and I'm going to learn how to dribble. I'm going to learn how to move. I'm going to learn how to shoot. I'm going to learn how to block and screen and do all these different things. I have to learn those skills before I can go play hard. Well, if you treat weights that way, when you go into the gym, rather than going in there and say, okay, I'm just starting off my weight training routine. I heard on Mind Pump, I need to do squats and deadlifts. My goal is to get really sore legs and a sore back because I know that's what they work. You're not going to do very well. You're, right. you're not going to do nearly as well as you could. Wrong goal. Right. Instead, if you go into the gym and you say, okay, I need to learn how to be really good at squats, and you give yourself however long time it takes to do that. And by the way, this is how I train people for the back half of my career. Boy, is that effective. Wait, first of all, you still get in shape the whole time because it's not like you're not working out. Right. You may be doing other exercises, correctional movements, practicing more shallow squats, practicing box squats, whatever, to get into the positions you want to, you know, you want to be in. And over time, you develop this amazing practice. And even if you're advanced, till this day, even now, when I go do these big gross motor movements, I'm not thinking I just want to get sore and I want to sweat. Right. I'm thinking I want to be really good 
at this movement that I'm practicing. Mm -hmm. And this is how people used to work out. That's how gymnasiums used to be. And the results, you know, the results are far better when you do Well, and you know what's neat too is that while you're doing this, there's other things that you can attach to like small victories besides just the the typical goal that everybody comes in with. with, I want to lose weight or Mm -hmm. I want to build muscle. It's like nothing's, nothing's cooler than coming in to do a squat, being objective enough to realize, holy shit, my squat sucks. And then saying, okay, I'm going to get good at this and I'm going to put in the, the, the time to do my mobility work and do the proper stretches and prime my body and get it ready to actually get better at this lift. And then I'm going to do it and then I'm going to look at it. And I'm going to assess it again. I'm going to do it and then I'm going to look at it and assess it again. And then I'm going to make all these little tweaks. And it's cool because while you're doing that, you're right. You're building muscle, you're burning fat. Mm-hmm. And then you're starting to notice other things like, oh shit, like my body feels better. Like I don't have as much joint pain mm-hmm. as I as I had before. And holy shit, I can sit in this position. I've never been able to sit in this position before. And you're starting to you're starting to get these other victories that you start to see have a lot more carryover than you would expect it into your everyday life. I mean, that was one of the greatest parts about when we all first got together and I and I took that on, like, okay, you know, I've never cared that much about a squat to where I w- I've applied it to my clients forever ironically, and never really, really took that attitude towards my own squat. And man, it's been the most amazing. And then, of course, as a byproduct, my legs are better than they've ever been in my life. Isn't that weird? Yeah, it's just as a byproduct. And it wasn't like a hard, it wasn't hard, vigorous training to get there. It was just consistency, Mm -hmm. consistency of working towards it. And it was great because the part of the thing that that kept me away from squatting and, and lifting on my legs as much as I do now was it was so daunting before because I, I knew either one, I was going to have to push so hard I felt like I was going to throw up because that's what I thought I had to do in the workout or my low back would be on fire. Mm-hmm. So it was like this, fuck, man. Like every time I went into leg day, I was like, oh, this is going to be brutal. Imagine if we treated all these things like practices, even right. nutrition, you know, like a practice of right. learning how to learn how to eat properly, learning how to listen to my body signals, learning how to do all these versus I have to eat to lose weight. Or I can't eat that because it's bad. Or I have to eat this because it's good. And you treating it as a practice, like we started the episode with getting used to the feeling of being a little bit of hungry, I think people's success would be a whole lot better. Oh, I mean, one of my favorite parts about competing was exactly that. Like, I mean, yes, I'm competitive. Yes, I want to win. Yes, that was like the driving goal. But the thing that I geeked out on and the thing that kept me coming back and doing it over and over was every single time that I did this, I was like, man, I learned something new about my body. I saw like, oh shit, when I when I do this, this, and this, I feel like this, or my body looks like this, or I see this performance. That's why you say you learn so much doing it. Oh, yeah. dude, I mean, I learned so much. It's crazy because we, I know we have all that knowledge. It's just like this, this squatting thing I'm talking about. Like I had that knowledge, I applied it to clients, but I didn't apply it to myself. How funny is that? It's like mm-hmm. the same thing was with nutrition. Like. I had all the nutrition knowledge, but I had never been diligent enough and consistent enough to really apply it to myself and then to really go back and assess it. And then to treat it that way, like you said, it's like a practice. Like, okay, I'm going to try to carb cycle and I'm going to try giving myself this much carbohydrates and then I'm going to go to here and then I'm going to go to there. Just see how it's you a totally to different process, man. Like, and I can, I can totally attest to that. Like reading about it, knowing about it, I've been, I've had course after course of nutrition and, you know, teaching and working through it with clients. But then when you apply it yourself, 
Uh, especially like the first one was intermittent fasting and just to be restrictive and live through that, you know, 24 hours, I'll I'll be fine. You know, like it's, there's, I don't have to be bound to this. And then, you know, the other part for me just recently, just being, um, more carbohydrate restrictive for a longer period of time than I've ever had before. And then reintroducing it was like the most amazing rush like I've felt in a long time. Yeah, did you what, else, what did you know? You got the energy, your, your hunger probably went up. Hunger it. went through the roof, yeah. And so then now, you know, weaving in and out of that is it's it's more challenging, but it's 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 great because I could feel workouts and everything else kind of get affected and then my body's changing as a result. So it's it's all it's fun, man. If you really can get yourself into it and experience it, not just uh, you know, think about it and read about it and, you know, just put your body through the test. Oh, yeah. I bet your strength and your pump was up too from your lifting. Cause Big time. And I, you see what I would notice too, because I would flirt with the, the, like how much is too much too. So this is what's fun about it. Like I'd be like, okay, I'm going to give myself a hundred grams. Oh, I'm going to give myself 200 grams. I'm going to give myself 300 grams then 400. And then it was like, Oh shit. Okay. Yeah. Now I can oh, see I'm bloated again. right now. Yeah. I see the, now I see the <laughs> adverse effect. Yeah. Like you start creeping up and I go, okay, I'm not getting any more performance. I'm not getting any better of a pump. I'm not any stronger. And if anything, now I feel like I'm holding more and it does it. So, okay. Now I found that. Now I found right, that right, sweet right, spot, right, like right there. This is going to maximize it's such an individual thing. hundred percent. It is. Yeah. And, and not only that it's individual and it's ever changing. Yeah. Yeah. Cause here I am now the guy who used to, I mean, Jesus, not even two years ago when we were on this show, totally different hormone profile. I was, I was eating, things. I was eating 400 to 600 grams of carbs on a regular basis. I mean, I, to get a pump from carbohydrates, I needed a minimum of 400 to feel it. Where now I'm so low that I give myself 100, 150, and I feel all, all the way out. So mm-hmm. even my body has changed. So it's not only individual, but it's a constantly moving target, which I know frustrates the average person. I get that, right? That's like, why you can't just focus on the goal. We have to focus on the process because the yep. process is never ending. It's a ride. It's right. never ending. It, well, if you want more information on stuff like this, we do have a free guide. Uh, it's called the How to Lose Fat Guide. You can find it at mindpumpfree.com. And it talks about a lot of the things you've heard in this episode and a few other things in greater detail. Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. If your goal is to build and shape your body, dramatically improve your health and energy, and maximize your overall performance, check out our discounted RGB Super Bundle at mindpumpmedia.com. The RGB Super Bundle includes MAPS Anabolic, MAPS Performance, and MAPS Aesthetic. Nine months of phased expert exercise programming designed by Sal, Adam, and Justin to systematically transform the way your body looks, feels, and performs. With detailed workout blueprints and over 200 videos, the RGB Super Bundle is like having Sal, Adam, and Justin as your own personal trainers, but at a fraction of the price. The RGB Super Bundle has a full 30-day money-back guarantee, and you can get it now, plus other valuable free resources at mindpumpmedia.com. If you enjoy this show, please share the love by leaving us a five-star rating and review on iTunes and by introducing Mind Pump to your friends and family. We thank you for your support, and until next time, this is Mind Pump.